Welcome to the Health Code Podcast. I'm Sarah, otherwise known as Sarah's Day, and I'm a health and fitness YouTuber. And I'm Kurt, professional photographer and content creator, or also known as Sarah's Boyfriend. We're here to help you crack the code to a healthy and fit lifestyle. We're going to be talking all things health, fitness, relationship, lifestyle, and career. So it's time to grab your code books because we're about to spill some serious tips. Really? That sounds so bitchy. Welcome back to the Health Code Podcast. I'm so, so excited about today's episode because not only do we have a special guest who's my friend, but someone who played a huge part in my own health journey. So we are interviewing Elizabeth and she is the owner and founder of The Dow, which is like a child. I don't want to ruin it. What, what is the Dow? So the Dow Health Clinic yes. is a Chinese medicine and acupuncture okay. and herbal medicine practice. See, there, it's so long. I didn't want to screw it up. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to screw it up. So today we're going to be talking all about acupuncture and cupping and Chinese medicine. And like, this is just so down my path. It I is. love this. This is, this is very much down your path. But also, I've also been getting acupuncture lately and I've been very much so enjoying it. So it thanks for good. having me, guys. Good That's timing great. because it uh, has a big part to do with my past, but now Kurt's present. I love that. Before we jump into the actual episode, though, we must do the weekly wrap. The weekly wrap! Yeah! Okay, so we'll start with me for the weekly wrap. So this week, I had a very exciting week, and I this is the first time that I've got to um, use this particular camera, this piece of equipment for my job, and it's a... 100 megapixel camera because I'm taking this photo and blowing it up to like a 6 meter by 2.5 meter wall and I've always wanted to do something like that so I had a pretty epic week career wise and getting to use a new camera and a new piece of technology and I was frothing on it hard. I know I walked into the I walked into the study today and he goes says do you want to hold a $50,000 camera? I was like no. Nope. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Just, that's just so I mean, not. You just it's, left. That would be my goal. Nah, yeah. Like, oh. If you have some sick essential oils, I'll hold them all day. But like cameras, not You're the like, stars. Yeah, cool, See? but like yeah, bring back the usual yeah. I was loving it. Anyway, I had a great day doing that. So that that's kind of my weekly wrap. We did a podcast very recently. So we don't have a huge amount this week. But It's all been about work one. for you. It has been week. Yeah, it has been work this week. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Liz, weekly wrap. Yeah, you're on the <laughs> got spot. Me, got me on the spot, yeah. <laughs> um, weekly wrap. Um, so we're going to China in a few weeks. And so that we've got a hospital fun. placement that we've found in Kunming. So that's pretty exciting. So. Is it like, do you mean mm. like, is it a charity? Not You know, when you go and you like, you help people. From, like, is that what it is? No, no, no. It'd be work experience in one of the hospitals. So oh. it's quite difficult to get back over there and find a hospital that will take you on for only a few days. Mm-hmm. So that was, I guess, mine's like yours, Kirk, more career wise. But um, yeah, pretty exciting. We're going to Kunming, which is my favorite part of China. And mm-hmm. its sister city is Wagga Wagga. In Australia. Really? Random. What? Random. Hey. What does that China mean? China to Wagga Wagga. Yeah. What does that so, mean? What do you mean So you know how city? a sister city, you know how you have a connection, say a city has a connection to another city? No. Yeah. So it's like sister school. <laughs> Did you know this? No. What? Okay. So this is oh a my God. Are we, are we dumb? We're learning or? something today. The weekly what? wrap is getting juicy. <laughs> what, like what's it? the sister city to Cronulla? <laughs> oh, look, that's a great, uh, great question. I've got no idea. You dug yourself just, a hole. I know. I was thinking about it. I was like, what is Sydney sister city? <laughs> this is not my expertise. No. <laughs> um, so yeah. So Wagga Wagga's Kunming. So yeah, in the hospitals there, you... um 
work with the doctors of Chinese medicine, but also with um, Western conventional medicine. So it's they really work cool. together. Yeah, that's like unheard of here. Yeah, so of. they're trained in both. That's, yeah, so that's they're training cool. both. So it's pretty amazing. So very much looking forward to that. So mm. yeah. Another yeah. fun fact about Wagga Wagga, it's actually <laughs> Wagga Wagga and not Wagga. I went into Wagga Wagga once and was like, oh, we're just here in Wagga. And I got roasted by and the locals. And they're like, you're not a local. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Wagga Wagga. <laughs> yeah. It's Wagga Wagga, guys. So if you ever go to Wagga Wagga, which is in the middle of nowhere. Here's the next Basically, yeah. yeah. Call it Wagga Wagga. Oh, Wagga Well, yeah. look, guys, my weekly wrap is very similar to the last. I'm 39 and a half weeks pregnant, still waiting to drop still bombs. Still away. AKA babies. <laughs> so literally every day I'm just like doing all my labor prep, having my red mm. raspberry leaf tea, having my dates, filming, editing. I am crushing the workload right now because I'm just thinking when the baby comes, I'm just going to like be full on baby mode. But um, we just had dinner before all of us together and we were talking about... Delicious. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. We were talking about, um, you know, Kurt having to spend time and do, do some yoga and meditate and just de-stress. And he was like, oh, I did have a bath the other day. And unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, the bath story wasn't so lovely. I'm having this issue right now where like... You hate me? <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm going off at Kurt being like, well, Kurt, you know, when the baby comes, I can't work and you're going to have to be the, you know, the breadwinner of the house and work hard. But then when he does, I get really mad. So like I, I ran a bath and I was like, oh, I'll run a bath for us together and we can have like a lavender clary sage bath. And then he was editing our podcast and I just got really... I was really... grinding and hustling for the, for the fellow health codians out there. <laughs> no. Anyway, so I was in the bath just waiting for him. And I just, I found, I, I could hear myself being a bitch, being like, <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm having trouble, okay? Like one side of me is like loving and wants to hang out with you. Then the other side's like, no, be the, be the breadwinner of the house. I'm just, it's I'm emotionally... too. Yeah, I'm emotionally a bit weathered right now ready for the baby <laughs> you're, ready. Yeah. you're good but you're i'm good. really excited about the episode can we please jump in because yes. i'm so excited go let's, let's do, do it. it okay so whenever i i tell all of my friends about you so i just want to rewind to how i found out about you in our past so it makes sense to everyone mm-hmm. so if you follow my youtube channel you probably already know this because you were in my youtube channel maybe like two years ago or something or yeah Something like three, three, like three early, years ago, early 2017, late 2016, because I was still in Miranda then. Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I remember doing a vlog and I don't know, I think we ran into each other or something and you were like, look, I started this Chinese health clinic. You should come in and I'll do some acupuncture on you. And I was like, okay, cool. And at that point I had amenorrhea. I wasn't, I didn't have my period for maybe like nearly a year at that mm. point. I didn't know I was stressed. I was just really focused on YouTube. My my hormones were all over the place. My acne was terrible. Running on adrenaline. Running on adrenaline. Yeah. And so I started going to Liz and we did acupuncture pretty frequently. And you just taught me some stress management tools like how to meditate and go to yoga and what not to do and yin activities yin. rather than so much yang. Yes, yeah. so much yang. Yeah. Yeah. And long story short, long story short, it, at every appointment, I would say, all I want to be is pregnant one day. Like, I don't mom. care. Like, I just want to be a mom. 
And it's so crazy now in our appointments that we're doing like labor induction kind of <laughs> little more body prep labor yeah, stuff. The most beautiful thing about my role, to oh be my honest. God. Yeah. Is that insane? Like unbelievable. Going from absolutely. I just want my period back to being like, get this baby out. Yeah, absolutely unbelievable. <gasps> and it's one of those things where it is a common story, unfortunately, that many women experience amenorrhea or mm-hmm. have underlying conditions like polycystic ovaries or endometriosis that can lead to subfertility and trying hard to find a bit difficult to actually fall pregnant. So mm-hmm. that side of things of to come from a place where a patient or for example you not actually having a period to actually almost having a baby. Having a baby is the most amazing thing that's and why most I love amazing this. journey to be part of as yeah. well. Yeah. That's why I'm so excited mm. about today because I can actually vouch from personal experience yeah. that I don't know how I don't know the science and I, my friends try to ask me like, what it's, what's the deal with acupuncture? I'm like, I don't know, but it yeah. works. I'm telling you it works. What do these mysterious needles oh, actually do? Yeah. This is kind of what I want to drill you about today. Yeah, love it. And like mm. we said before, Kurt has been having these dizzy spells yep. and so he's been going to Liz yeah, as so well. Yeah, so I've been seeing Liz as well. Yeah. yeah. So the most important thing I guess is, like I said, when, when my friends ask about you, I'm like, I don't... I don't want, I don't, I feel like I don't say your title properly. So I say, oh, Liz at the Dow, she is an acupuncturist and Chinese medical practitioner. So close. So close. So <laughs> close. Pretty much right on par. So it's, um, so at uni, we study a Bachelor of Health Science in traditional Chinese medicine. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we're traditional Chinese medicine practitioners. Mm-hmm. And under that, so you're registered with APRA, which is our Australian Health Professionals Agency. So that protects you guys, all our patients. So that side of things, we got registered in 2012. And from then, so you're known as traditional Chinese medicine practitioners who also with two registrations of becoming an acupuncturist and a traditional herbal medicine practitioner. Are you both? I'm both. So depending on what degree you get in it, but um, I went to UTS, so that's where we study both. So right. yeah, so it's really important when you do look for an acupuncturist and a Chinese traditional uh, Chinese herbalist. Um, that's where you need to look on APRA, so A H P R A, oh. to check that they're there. You registered. go, guys. That's how you find a good one. Yeah, yeah, always, always make sure that you check in Australia. That's how to do it. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, almost so close. So close. So so, close. so would you be mm. the equivalent of like? in western medicine would you be the equivalent of a gp i mean can you even compare i don't know i don't know like i i I see i see both there's like a big divide between the middle and it's like you know western medicine and then there's chinese herbal medicine Medicine. the the really beautiful thing about traditional chinese medicine is that we can work with the conventional functional medicine side of things so i guess that side of things of gps will always have their place with acute care, referrals, blood tests. So it's more so that we work together. So I wouldn't say that we are the... Um, I think you referred me to my GP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah, I did. So um, I I think it's we are more of a team. So yeah, okay. we're, we're definitely allied health practitioners who are there to support. So um, say, for example, with you, Sarah, whenever there's testing done or whenever conventional medicine has that role of okay you've come in with amenorrhea it's been there for six months etc um let's get some bloods done or depending on the background of the patient let's get and let's talk to your gp and suggest maybe getting an internal ultrasound Mm -hmm. so that side of things there so more so probably work together but very much on a different framework 
Okay. Mm-hmm. So you still use the same, and we respect that diagnosis of what they give. So say, for example, in the conventional medicine side of things of polycystic ovaries, but we'll just use a different treatment protocol to treat it. So I through, like that. So instead of saying, go on the pill, you'll be like, why don't you try this? Let's, yeah, yeah, let's suggest this. So I think the best thing about how we were trained was that you respect the conventional medicine side of things there and you learn that more so integrative approach because there is place for both. So with diagnostically, it's good to find out how or where you're at with yeah. the condition. But then, yeah, let's treat it. Treat let's it, treat it naturally. Yeah. 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 That, that was one thing that I liked when I came to you because of my dizzy spells. I brought all my tests in that, you know, done through my GP and that. And we yeah. just thoroughly went through them and sat there and probably spoke for about an hour or yeah. so. Yeah, we had two to hours to doing the, the needling. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it was quite refreshing. Sort of, I wasn't expecting it to be that involved around the, the testings. I was sort of expecting maybe you to to have your own way. way. I like yeah. that too because yeah. I went and got yeah. a, an ultrasound for my PCOS and yep. it helped us with and our helps, treatment protocol. And it helps with progression as well because there is sometimes that you need to say, look, this has progressed. There is a place for conventional medicine perspective here as well. So I guess like through my goal has always been in my career is more so that's why I'm doing my master's now back in medicine so that I have the full understanding there but can confidently treat with that Chinese medicine side of things there. So more so that functional and integrative medicine, which we are starting to see that trend going that way with naturopaths, nutritionists, dietitians, Mm. functional medicine doctors. They're amazing the way that they are trained as well. So, yeah. Because for me, like... Mm. This is kind of what I wanted to ask you. How did you get into it? Because for me, it's so normal. Like I was I was brought up with yeah. the naturopath was kind of our GP. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. we got given herbs instead of Panadol. Like my life was very much, you know, holistic, nutritional, natural remedies. Yeah. How did you get into it? Because it, it, like it's not very oh, it's common odd. to go yeah. into Chinese it's very, medicine. It's very odd. Like, I, you know, I needle people. For I love it. Day. I love it. Like, <laughs> how, how, how did you get into it? And were you, this is Kurt's question. Mm. He was like, how can we ask this without being offensive? Was she no, always was. a believer? Like, oh, hun- well, like yeah. is she a skeptic? Amazing <laughs> yeah. question. Yeah. Because why the hell does a needle in your hand exactly. give you pain relief? Exactly. Yeah, like, right. like, like is this, is this, this is the first time I was like, this is not going to work. It's no, not going to work. But I felt great after our first session. Literally, literally. <laughs> and it is one of those things where a lot of the time we are last resort. And yeah. I can understand that because it is bizarre. Yeah. So how did you get, like, how why did, did you decide to do it? And at what point were you like, this works? Or were you just like, YOLO? So, no, so, okay, so can relate to you very much. I grew up in a family that alternative healthcare was more prevalent. Mum's a chiropractor. So I've always grown up with that side of things. So naturally. So if you had a headache, she was like, come here, I'll crack you. Yeah, she's like, come on, she's like, I'll give you an adjustment. (laughs) Yeah, so good good for the family. Yeah, yeah, so that side of things where... um, we were always brought up with if you were feeling unwell, go and eat some garlic or go and have some Chinese herbs or the naturopathy herbs as well. So then um, I always, in year 10, I always remembered, I was like, what am I going to do? And I was thinking, I love science, I love health, but I really want to learn something that isn't primary healthcare but get it more comfortable because I remember for the general population. So I remember always, even with mum being a Cairo, that was still a little bit alternative at that stage. Mm. So it was outside of things. I was like, I was having Chinese medicine treatment in year 10 and year 11. Mm. And at that time I was like, oh, this is amazing. And I don't really understand why it makes me feel so calm, but this is were you getting acupuncture? Effective. Yeah, I was getting acupuncture. Okay. So his name was um, Peter Rodden and he was down in um, 
down in Wollongong and he he had eels in the front yard. Oh, my like, gosh. He was, he was legit. Just, he was legit. <laughs> he lived and breathed he was, it. He lived and breathed it. And I was like. With like, sage you at the front door. Literally had the, had the Chinese slippers on. He, like, he, was, he was Caucasian. He was just unreal. Like he was oh a legend. Anyway, so I learned off him a lot and he was a big inspiration for me. But I was finishing off school and I was looking through UAC Guide and I was like, I really want to do Chinese medicine, but I just don't think I'm there yet. So my goal was always to do medical science and then jump into Chinese medicine and then have those two degrees Because I feel like normally people go, I'm going to be a naturopath. Yeah. Like like that's what I thought I wanted to do. I would have never thought to do Chinese medicine. But I guess if you were experiencing it at that time, you were like, I want to do this. I wanted to do it. And it was that side of things of, I loved naturopathy and I really appreciate, still do the medicine of it. But I really wanted to be able to do something manual with my hands and hold, feel and touch the body because the body tells tells you a lot. So it's that side of things of touching the body and needling it as well as being able to complement that with Chinese herbs. So that side of things there, I did six months of medical science and I knew this was definitely not for me. So I was, you know, like learning in the lab and I was like, yeah, this is not my calling. So then I left that and then I started Chinese medicine. So um, definitely for the first few years, it was even my mates like, so what are you actually studying? (laughs) Are you a massage therapist or are you a witch? Or like, what the (laughs) hell are you doing? (laughs) And then I remember the first time of needling someone and um, at uni and I was like, oh golly, like this is very difficult. Like it's a very foreign idea to, you don't really want to inflict pain, but when you're first learning how to needle, like, oh, it's not fun. You don't know how hard to stick it in, how hard to, oh my goodness. Yeah, it's not fun and you're doing it to each other every week and you're just coming out with bruises because did that, did that hurt because when you do terrible. it to me some in some places i like i almost cry like there was that one you put in my like the side of my oh the adrenal Achilles, point yeah yeah i couldn't even hold it in there how deep do you put them in uh depending on the point so okay. for all the limbs yeah. it's about or oh, uh, half a centimeter to a centimeter. Oh, okay, it's quite oh, longer than I was expecting. Oh, that's pretty long. Yeah, but the point in so for sciatica, I think I've shown you that I don't think I've shown you. No, no, you is this her. the one that I get this week? Is this the one I get next week? <laughs> no, that needle will be that needle will be bigger. That's a big mama. That's a yeah, that's a big mama. But Let's um, get this baby out. <laughs> <laughs> but the biggest needles are for sciatic pain. So you've got to get through the booty, like you've got to get through glute max, glute med, and get down into the piriformis muscle. Oh, okay. so that'd be like a couple of centimeters. Oh no, no, no. <gasps> we're talking like you're talking. Um, over five centimeters. For but everyone who feels can't see, she's relief. holding her fingers really far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? It feels like such a relief. So you can only imagine when we're first year uni students needling each other in some points that can be quite sensitive. Yeah. Mm. Oh, it was yeah, like it was spleen and stuff. Yeah, the spleen. Well, mm. Before we keep going, um, mm. what what is acupuncture and what does it do? How does it work? Because like yeah. I don't even know how to answer people, and I've been getting it for years. Okay, so let's start with so traditional Chinese medicine is an umbrella is over 3,000 years old. So <clears throat> some of these points in, in the literature, you'll see body parts with these points actually drawn on them, or you'll see the needles that they used to use, which is very scary because they're not like the beautiful fine needles that we use now, which are only the one-eighth the size of a hypodermic needle. So those needles that you do have if you do get a vaccine or whatever it may be, or blood tests. So um, Yeah, they're quite thin, aren't they? Yeah, they're thin. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like it almost looks like a sewing needle. Like it's even yeah, thinner than a sewing even needle. finer, like almost yeah. the hair. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so with what acupuncture actually is, is 
It's the practice of using acupressure, but more so actually insertion of needle into acupuncture points. Now, and each acupuncture point has its different function. So this is the most important part. So, you know, those points, say, for example, in your feet that hurt, yeah. that point is on the kidney meridian, and that was more so to nourish your adrenals. So the best thing a lecturer ever taught me was forget everything that you've learned in conventional medicine, learn Chinese medicine, and then come back. So it's that you're using a different energetic framework. So you know how we talk about the spleen, mm -hmm. we talk about the kidneys for fertility, we talk about the liver with yeah. dizziness. Yeah. So it's that side of things of each different point has a different function and there's a reason why every single one of those acupuncture points goes into your body. So And the hard thing is, is because this is the norm for you now, but I'm just trying to think how I thought when I was like 16 before I ever, because my first mm. acupuncture experience was a guy in Chinatown and I think I was, yeah, 16 and I was trying to fix my skin. It, my, yeah. my hormonal acne was at its peak and I expected to go in there and I said, hi, I want to fix my skin. I was thinking, I'm going to lie down. He's going to put needles in my face. In your local area. In right. my face. Yeah. And yeah. I lie down and he puts it in my stomach and in my chest Which and in my legs. It and doesn't I was like, make sense. Oh, stomach freaked me out. What? First yeah. <laughs> so, so for anyone who yeah. hasn't got acupuncture or doesn't understand it, it is that it's true. Sense of the body is As energy and yeah. each element can affect the next. So like you said, if your kidney's out, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So kidneys up to spleen or they all, they it's called five element theory if anyone's curious about it. Um, and it's outside of things of how the body is connected. And is we that talk, in the book that I'm reading now? The Jing and... No. Oh. that Oh, no, no. But that would talk about spleen and kidney a little bit. Yeah. But this comes back to the real basics. So we talk about chi. We talk about blood. We talk about yin, we talk about yang, and then we talk about the five elements of how the body actually relates to each other and the respect that they need to have. Mm -hmm. So that's where we see more so the root rather than the branch. So say, for example, when you were talking about your skin, it makes complete sense that he went down to your abdomen to treat that mm -hmm. because that's where we start to talk about the spleen, whereas the acne is more so a branch of the problem. So how does it actually work? So say like I come mm. to you again in a few years and I'm like, oh, I just had this baby. Like my skin's breaking out again. Let's do what we did last time. Mm. How does it work? So the way that it works is it sends, so depending on what you're coming in for, but you're talking about the parasympathetic nervous system as well as just your overall system. We learned this in our birthing course. System. Yeah. Do you want to explain that? Yep. Once again, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay, so we only just learned that recently. Okay, so um, <laughs> let's talk about the central nervous system, yep. and we have our two types there. So we talk about the hypothalamus, and we talk about how the body calms itself down, or we can go into fight or flight. Yeah. Yep. So that side of things of we talk about these beautiful things called neurotransmitters as well, which are good for pain relief. So that side of things of there's specific acupuncture points that you can use to access to calm that down and to trigger those neurotransmitters to get those opioid-like effects. So that's where we start to talk about pain relief. Yeah. When we Is talk that what we're doing for my labor prep? Like when you press my hands yep. and stuff? So that point that we've practiced with Kerr, that one on your hands, that is an amazing point for pain. So you, you, you'll squeeze in between your, that little soft spot in between your thumb and your index, index finger. finger. And it's that, that, that soft big spot pad. Be, yeah, between the, um, the two bones there in that little soft, squishy spot. You yeah. squeeze that really hard. It was cool because we learned that in a birthing course and then when i came and saw liz she was like i was horrified we're gonna <laughs> yeah well she was like don't do that because you, what, you, well, you weren't ready yeah. i wasn't ready i wasn't my gestational period wasn't ready but anyway it was cool that yeah th that mainstream kind of birth course was still oh it was amazing sorry that part is that part is amazing but it's very important 
for women especially to know that if they're getting dry needling done when they're trying to fall pregnant or if they are going to have any any type of needling done or acupressure side of things before 36 weeks that there is points that can bring on later yeah well i remember when we were using Mm. that moxa stick you were like is there any chance you're pregnant if so they're like because we're trying so hard to bring a period on yeah like to strengthen up your body so you're ready so say for example does that how does acupuncture work sorry yeah that that I get excited. I go on tangents. <laughs> you go off topic so quickly. No, I'm like, how do I choose? I'm so... Kurt's going to just like... Yeah, no, you guys, I'm so invested in this topic. Like, I could just talk to you all day. <laughs> if we come back to gynecology for a minute, um, that's where we might start to talk about there's a point called zigong and zigong is located above the ovaries so it's like a little gentle knock in a way of activating and stimulating the ovaries so they would be the points that you'd use around ovulation and they're really effective for a woman or a female who is who is affected with PCOS Mm -hmm. so that side of things but then there's another that was me guys that was me yeah so there and then there's another point as well called REN4 and when we talk about the REN channel that's the C of yin it's your female channel Um, but we use it for males as well as women who need more yin aka you gave me this book it's about the golden month about after you have a baby but i read can, can i say what i think i love it okay. yeah here we go <laughs> okay yeah. so there's yin and yang and the yin side is like the cold side of the mountain it's dewy and kind of wet oh. and then the yang side it's energy and fire and hot and it's not bad but it's high it's, energy it's day it's daytime it's day so Isn't we need that what day that as black much and as white symbolizing in there. Beautiful. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, see, Welcome to like our this. house. We don't even need this here. I know. <laughs> Abby, let's go. Let's get out of here. <laughs> but oh, it, but that's, in, that's beautiful. That is that, and that's in the book, isn't it? It's in the book. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, I beautiful like the way they explained it. So I was like, I'll, I'll, I'll take over. That from is here. amazing, <laughs> Master Sarah. Over but, here. but but it's funny. It's funny because in my first appointment, and I'm assuming in Kurt's as well, she kind of said to both of us. Your, your yang is so dominant. Mm. You need more yin in your life, which means, you know, you need to be more calm, quiet. more relaxed, quiet. So, Sleep. yeah. And in, in our first consultation, you were like, what kind of exercises are you doing? What are you eating? And everything I was doing was yang, 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 yang. Yang.com. Yang. It was just yang. like... Yang.com. <laughs> so, so Liz yeah. was like, go home, at least either do yoga or meditate or go for a walk or have a bath or sleep with just lavender slow on. slow it down. Yeah. Yeah. And now yeah. Curtis... I'm going you, through the same this is, thing. This is where we're at now. Yeah. It's Which so is hard harder. to slow down. It, it is, is so, so hard. hard. <laughs> it is. And like, honestly, from a personal experience as well, that's like, and I like, I learned, like I live and breathe it, but it's yeah. that side of things of, it is so easy to get on the Yang train and yeah. it's hard to get off. Especially when you own your own business like yourself. Yeah. And society shutting is. shutting down from that too. Yeah. Society yeah. is really Yang promoting like it's like grind grind hard like wake up early sleep when you're dead go and do, <laughs> go and do hit training five days yeah. a week like yeah. you know it's one of those things where it's like we think in the western world that very much sometimes it's a little bit lazy to be quiet or to have that yin side of you feel things. guilty if you're too you feel yin. guilty about yeah. it whereas it's definitely everyone especially in sydney we, we all need a little bit more yin yeah yeah, mm. yeah. it's like your your best self when you take care of yourself. It's like, I read this thing and this mother got, was getting shame for like going to yoga or having her own time or yeah, something. And she, yeah. yeah, she said, I am the best version of myself and I'm my 
best I'm the best mother yeah. when I take time to be quiet and meditate and I think it's so important because it's like that's not you being lazy it's not you being selfish no, it's, it's you... actually being more mindful yeah. because my favorite quote of all time yes. is you can't pour from an empty cup look after yourself first yes because that side of things like if you're that. running on empty how are you supposed to give to everyone else if you can't give to yourself mm-hmm. amen yeah. amen when, yeah. when you are like in that state of fight or flight and you are grinding and hustling, mm. does it, do these symptoms, these bad symptoms come along, you know, directly after, after it's calmed down or like, do you think mm. that maybe it can take maybe a, a year for your body to finally catch up? That, yeah. The, to, to, I don't know, realize what, what had happened in mm. the past and, and, and it catch up with the body. Definitely. I yeah. think it depends on the person and their constitution and their history. So I think, say, for example, we, we all know people who, you know, experience glandular fever at 16, 17, yeah. or, you know, all the way up into their 20s and, you know, Epstein-Barr virus. And their constitution already, you know how they might have a tendency if they're running too, running too much yang, that they're going to get sick. So that side of things, if their body already says, excuse me, like, slow it down. Mm-hmm. But it can happen a lot. And I think the pattern of what we see now really is like that 24 through to about 32, 33, um, if we're talking our age group, is yeah. that side of things if you've worked so hard, hustle, like that side of things, like, and you just head down, yang, 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 and you haven't given yourself time to stop, that that's where it can sometimes come in and go give that gentle knock and those little symptoms start and then, and they, then people just push out. it away they push it away and they go it's fine it's fine i'm just tired or i'm just stressed oh God, and then it's me. yeah and it's it's your body or you know losing your period is usually a major one for females because that's where they go hang on i haven't had my period in three months yeah okay this could potentially be an issue yeah. but i think um i think it's important with males kurt because this is that side of things you don't have a period to say because no. a lot of the time it is it's that that's the big one that women, and are, go, are women more sensitive like my gentle knocks were initially like my skin and then not sleeping being sweaty at night losing my hair mm. a lot of it was like the pcos symptoms as well but i was definitely overly stressed and then mm. my period whereas like kurt i'll i'll say to him i think you're stressed like i think you are but and i'm like no nah, he's so i'm chill because what are the male yeah. what are the predominant male signs well i think the most important thing that we need to highlight is that women's women fluctuate with their hormones monthly right yeah so it's that side of things that you're going to see those noticeable changes so it's always usually through the luteal phase with that premenstrual side of things post ovulation that you're going to start to see that real okay, that's where those symptoms usually will flare up. Mm -hmm. It depends on the female. But that's why we really, really need to look after our men because it's that side of things of mental health side of things, Mm. any symptoms of digestion, dizziness, all that side of things is that they are kept really quite quiet because sometimes you just like you dismiss it for a little while or it's that side of maybe potentially not being as in tune or connecting with those as early as what we had to Mm -hmm. because we had to learn okay why am i like you remember 16 17 you're learning about premature retention why did i just snap at someone i have no idea you have to learn you want to know when when you're putting your tampon in or when to get pads in your school bag yeah you know you want to know that (laughs) you You need to learn your body yeah you have to learn it early and i think that emphasis of mental health with men and also just their overall health we know what that's like with males anyway and we saw that with all our dads remember like and it's still now and a lot of dads don't like to complain everything's fine 
Yeah. Everything's yeah. fine. It's outside of things. And now it's like, okay, you know, we've got are you okay day and things like that to actually be like, yes, mentally, but also physically what's going on with the body. Because that side of things of why is there digestion problems and why have we swept that under the rug for a few years? Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. th- there is all those symptoms. And like if Crohn's is coming up, you know, that there's all these anti-inflammatory and autoimmune side of things that are coming up, like endometriosis in women, but autoimmune like Crohn's for men is just like... So prevalent. And it's well, in females too, but, you know, it's all these side of things that we're just like, we've really got to, like it's a prime example of why is this all coming up in females and males at our age now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, that's what I was going to mm-hmm. ask you. What is the most common reason people come to you? Do they normally just come to you with like random symptoms? And, or do they say, I think I have la la la. Like what's the most common thing that you treat? Ooh, can I have three answers? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> We're real here. It doesn't matter. Thank you. Um, okay. So uh, musculoskeletal. Um, so chronic pain, oh, yeah. um, which is actually... Um, See, I sweep that under the rug yeah, a lot, but I think I haven't had a, a chronic. Lot, so. Yeah, but, you know, over three months it's chronic. Like, you know, mm, but I that should, side of things... I talk to you about my back. Oh, Kurt, <laughs> yeah, Kurt, yeah, Kurt yeah. is the worst. She's like an old man. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, and, and it's that side of things of I kind of sometimes get a little bit excited when chronic pain comes in for the reason of, quote, always this is my last resort and mm. it's it's unreal because that's where you go this is going to help you this is yeah. going yeah. this is going to support you in some form mm. i usually it's always you know if you're going to be if you if you've had it for 10 years then you know it's it's going to take longer and the, the, i always and say natural treat, remedies always take long i, I always say patience, to everyone patience, i say patience patience patience, patience. yeah like yeah. i was put on these herbs for my skin and i said to all my friends if you get put on herbs like this be prepared it's going to give take four months give at least time. yeah and that's where i probably now will, i'll come to my second is fertility and period so women's health so Amen. yeah so <laughs> i'm your girl yeah <laughs> and i can praise it works and also respect to <laughs> you for patience as well yeah. because that took a long time it, it took i remember a long time. so Th- that moxa stick you gave me it was to bring on the blood flow and god love and- you kurt you were doing the channels it was <laughs> yeah. all happening do you remember oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, right. yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right I'm, uh, you go, honestly in, in our old apartment if again if you follow my channel you remember this we had to burn this big like stick of herb essentially moxibustion yeah it's, yeah. it's a therapy called moxibustion and the herbs called mugwort and it's nephrogenic yes. so it's a big blood circulator i, I loved yeah. the smell people probably thought we're like smoking weed or something <laughs> it does smell our, our windows yeah. were like seeping out smoke yeah. and I would lie there on the bed and Kurt would would do it down my belly and I would I would say don't talk to me and I would close my eyes and visualize me like myself getting my period because mm. I love in our acupuncture section sections I love in our acupuncture <laughs> sessions yeah. you you give me something specific to focus on or you say you know just relax or you say visualize this visualize this happening um I I love that side of it and, and it's a different way of getting to know your body because Kurt, you know how we've practiced that of you know breathing downwards and creating yeah. that anchoring sensation through your feet yeah. to create that focus away from the head with the dizziness yeah is that side of things it can take a little while because it's very unfamiliar to think like that and you have to surrender to it you have to go like I feel like if you are kind of a skeptic it would be hard to walk in there and be open to it, you and know? That, and that's why I'm very some, even honest. some days, like some days where I would see you at the start and I was if I was felt too busy to see you, I would mm. be like, I don't have time, like I don't have time to think about this. Yeah. Whereas now I'm like, I'm no, You've I'm just being no, honest. No, I'm just thinking I did that today. Yeah. It's it's true. Okay, I understand. <laughs> it's true. So it's like I'm just saying if anyone does go to acupuncture or, you know, any kind of 
natural remedy really try to and give it render and give it your best shot and also another important Mm -hmm. thing to remember is that one treatment a week yes it will do some help but it's the tools that that practitioner gives you so it's that side of things the homework Some people are in detention because they haven't. We'll get into Kurt's homework in a second, but what's the third that you were going to say? So you said muscular, muscular, skeletal, um, and then the fertility, which is definitely the patient side of things. And I guess the biggest one, which comes a lot with a lot of conditions, is stress. I know you're going to say that. Yeah. So, so I was like, because I was thinking, oh, well, you know, you know, you've got your gut issues, you've got your mental health side of things as well. But that would be five answers. Mm. So, but that's that side of things. Stress. It is. It is one of the biggest things that you know. If you if you don't filter it through with communication or seeing a psychologist, or the body will express it and manifest it in a different way Mm. it always does so that side of things of if we're not slowing down if we're always using the central nervous system if we're always in fight or flight burnout it's that side of things if your body's always going to give you those gentle knocks and say hey excuse me i back off just a little well even in like the fitness world which you know it depends what stage of my life i'm in i'm either if i'm making an ebook i'm really in the fitness world and i get lots of fitness questions Mm. and i say that to a lot of the people that i deal with as well i say Believe me, people will say, I'm not losing weight. I'm doing this, this, this. And on paper, it sounds perfect. I'm like, oh, you should be hashtag shredded. Yeah. But I say to them as well, I say, I know from experience that stress, you will, your other you person, hold it. you hold on to fat. And also what time are you getting up in the morning to go and do that training session? Yeah. You know, are you having five and, and a half time, hours of sleep? That was one of the mm. questions you asked me. You're like, what time do you go to bed? I was like 12. And you're like, what time do you wake up? I was like five. You're like, do you have a nap? No. Do you do yoga? No. How do you train? I do hit. Do you have your period? No. You're like, boom. No, yeah, it's boom. just text, textbook. The textbook, you're like, okay, well, that's a great equation or formula, you know, so to not have your period. So I guess it's one of those things is be kind to yourself. It, yeah. And it's that big, it is that really big thing. It's and it's not, not being, being lazy. Weak. It's, not, it's not being weak either. It's, yeah. yeah. And it's one of the hardest things of going, should I, and especially with women who are trying to fall pregnant, okay, what are you doing for training? Oh, I'm mm. running every day. Mm. Right, okay, and oh, I'm getting up at, say, for example, the 5 a.m. start and, you, you know, they've gone to bed at 12 because they've been doing something for work and it's like, okay, you've got to think of that as such a stressed environment in that uterus. Why would a little embryo want to sit yeah. in there anyway yeah. at that Why time? would it feel safe to do that? Why would it feel safe it's, to bloom and grow? Yeah, it's, would you view stress as a poison in the body? I think we've mentioned this before. Oh, would, you, yes. would you view it as a poison? It's a poison. Yeah. It is the most toxic thing. And I think it's, it is, it's one of the biggest killers of our, like of our, like this next generation. generation. Yeah. So what, and the year, what, like obviously the people above us, but it's that side of things that we've just carried it for so long we never turn off yeah like so what in, in, you said turn off then mm. um would, would watching maths for example married at first sight <laughs> oh, oh, well, no sorry i don't have one so is, is television a, a form of stress relief would you say would you say that would be a form of stress relief my dad claims it is yes. oh so many because people will prior to seeing you i probably would have thought the same thing so so many people will and like i'll say how did you like what was your year <clears> time this week and then Oh, watch the bit of telly. All right. Well, I understand, like, completely understand that. And mm. sometimes it's easy just to, like, collapse on the lounge and veg out. Yeah. But say you're eating food on the lounge and you're not being mindful at every, like, at every mouthful. Mouthful. Sorry, thank you. Sarah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Like, you're using my hands. Yeah. Girl, it, you to talk. Yeah, can't just, yeah I know. I can't use my hands. I know. <laughs> um, that side of things, you're not communicating with your family or partner usually because you're just on looking at 
the telly, but mm. think about all those ads with all the pressure that comes from those. Do you know what I mean? It's one of those things. Just being pumped into the just system. Pumped. Yeah. Like, I, I just, I love silence. Like, oh. and, and I don't think people realize. Like, <laughs> but it takes a long time, Sarah, to get to that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know, I think because I was at a point where I was like so burnt out. I remember sitting at the kitchen bench at my parents' house, breathing into a paper bag mm. and crying and I didn't know why. And I was asking my sister to help me. And she was like, what do you, what do you mean? And I was just like, I was so burnt out. I was so stressed. Mm. And um, now, you know, I never want to get back to that point. So I mm. love going for a walk by myself on the beach and it's quiet or yeah. sitting, you know, in the bath with like my tunes on, like, oh, that beautiful chorus. Oh, oh my God. Beautiful. That's, that's <laughs> my labor. I still get teary at that's work my when I've got it on. I just love it It's so my much. labor playlist. Oh, I'll never show you what it is. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> yeah like Faith the music amazing. you basically yep. listen to in like, you know, acupuncture and stuff like that. Yeah. So... I know what you mean. Like, I think, yeah, TV is just not the same it's as so the homework that Liz yeah. gives you. Because so, I got rid of it. Sorry. To no, you're right. Okay. Go ahead. Go um, ahead. I got rid of a telly oh, three and a half years ago now. Meaning you don't yeah. own a television? I don't own a television. Stop. And I don't have Netflix. I have nothing. You are my goals. I didn't nerd, want a TV. The one, the one thing Kurt brought into this apartment, one, telly. was the telly. I love TV. <laughs> I love no, no. He, you say this, but we probably we watch. I doubt you guys even. We, we don't we watch, watch that much. We're yeah, too busy to exactly. watch it. But yeah, exactly. But it <laughs> every is every now and again. Every now and then, and as a treat. But yeah, yeah, it's definitely not something that where you're not being conscious, so you're mm-hmm. not being present, and you've got the pressures of whatever's being on there, as well as all the drama that's on, say something drama like maths. Yeah. Dis- I won't even go into that. Disrespectful. But anyway. No, but they, they even say now they think, um, oh, I don't know where I was reading this, but they were saying that the bullying in school has changed and the cliques have changed and they think it's from the Kardashians. Oh, I'm surprised. Do you know what I mean? It's, just, it, it's that subconscious learning yeah. that young girls and but even young boys are doing. But it's conditioning, isn't it? Yes. You know, it is. It's very much something which, you know, you allow it into your home. Mm. So, of course, what do you, you, everything that you do, you whatever you're exposed to, right, you're going to yeah. learn something off it. So, yeah. anyway, mm. yeah. yeah. So, so I mm. guess, like, going back to the, the thing of stress, what would be probably your ideal couple of, I don't know, tasks tools. or tools to, to reduce stress in your life. To reduce stress? Yeah. Um, the biggest and, one And when you're I listening, learned, see if you do any of these. Okay. So the biggest one that I learned just as a heading, and I usually will write this on lifestyle advice, is schedule down time. Okay. Okay. I like that. Bold, italic, underline. <laughs> biggest thing that I had to learn this myself too, because again, like I would just come home and read textbooks and I was just like a bit of a freak like that. And I just was like, hang on, I need to actually have the time for me. Mm-hmm. And it was that side of things of learning to meditate is one of the best things that you can ever do. Mm-hmm. So it's honestly. Yeah. <laughs> she's looking at me right Staring now. <laughs> but honestly, this is the homework that she's given Kurt. Honestly, she hasn't done. <laughs> but honestly, it's one of those things where like I've, I've had like an on and off relationship with it for years and you always go, oh, I'm not good at it. Or you go, gosh, that was a rubbish meditation today. But it's that side of things if you did it, you got back there and you did it. And I had an amazing um, meditation teacher last year, Catherine Bruce, and she, um, she taught me about an app called Insight Timer. Which yeah. is we'll, I downloaded yeah. it. Did you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. First step. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kurt is keen. Kurt is keen. I just yeah. don't. You don't schedule schedule down time. time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But hey, first step. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so even five to ten minutes a day is a big one. Um, the those yang activities, you can still be a nice person and say no. 
if you don't want to go to something just because you should have to go to it say no learn to say no just learn to say no yeah yeah learn, that's a good one you, yeah it's like just learning with your priorities throughout a week as well and you know you know who you need to see with family and friends wise and is there something that maybe you didn't need to commit to with that side of things too mm-hmm. and um yeah and find a practice whether it is yoga I, yoga is my church so that's mm-hmm. i have to go to three classes a week it's just how right. I keep, I do my yin yoga, I'll do a hot yoga and I'll do either a flow or another yin yoga. So, and I just know that like, even if one of those days I'm like, gosh, I feel like going for a big run. But even if I've done my hit training already for that week and weights, then I'll know, no, that's a yin day. So, yeah, so, and then obviously my other one is acupuncture. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, so, you know, whether that is, I know to always have acupuncture around that day 21 of my cycle. So that time when you're coming into that. Do you do it on yourself? I do. I do. Oh. But if, if I can, Georgia or Nula will treat me. Because how many okay. practitioners yeah. in... The Dow? Yeah. Um, two other practitioners. Okay, so yeah, three so, in total. Yeah, so yeah. Nula Walker and Georgia Fong. So, yeah, yeah. So, oh, it's great to have them so there. Fun. So, now we can actually treat each other. Acupuncture party. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so good. So, Acupuncture yeah. party. Yeah, but the only thing is you just can't, I, like, I can't needle my back because it's just too hard. Oh, yeah. To get sure. around. Yeah. But you can needle the front of you, which is good. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Oh, that's yeah. great. Well, <laughs> mm. I want to ask, like, the points on me that were really sore when mm. we first did it mm. why is that i remember there was one in like my thigh or was it my calf on the side or was it the inner inner leg this yes. that one there split yes. in 10 and my whole stomach would churn like this is when i knew this was not heebie-jeebie because you know liz was like i'm gonna put a needle in your inner thigh what was it for blood blood and spleen blood, blood and spleen yeah. and i was like okay whatever it's gonna hurt my inner thigh no. As a great soon as it went point. in, mm. it was like my stomach was churning and like cramping. Things were moving Things a were lot. moving. And, you know, as much mm. as it was painful because I was obviously so out of balance, I was like, yes, like this is, something's happening. Something's moving. You know? Something's and happening. Then, and I remember even like sometimes we'd call it like a ghost period, remember? Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. those symptoms would come up or say, for example, one ovary may feel a bit more tender than the other. And yep. it's like, okay, we're getting to know your body. And we're and I would feel one pulsating and yeah. you're like, okay, I'm going to pretend this is a period. And you would, that's when we would do the moxa and. Yeah. So, and build you up. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's just like you, Kurt, like some mm. of the points are too sensitive to be using on you. At the yeah. moment, because the body's in too much of a place. So, so with these Clear points, up. are they are they are they nerve points? Is that what you're like? No, you're actually. Sorry, I didn't explain this. Um, you the needles go into the fascia of the body. Okay. So the channels of the body, each organ has a channel. So that's why, say for example, for digestion, the stomach and the spleen channel both go down to the leg. So you'll have needles in your leg for your tummy. Stomach. Mm, right. That yep. was me when I had bad digestion. Yeah, it bad was digestion. Very uncomfortable. Yeah. And so for Kurt, <laughs> yeah. with dizzy spells, he has two needles down near his big toe on the liver channel mm. because that's where the liver channel begins. So if there's traffic on the highway, so on the meridian, symptoms will arise. So you have your local, of course, organs, but um, that the channel is where you work energetically and, and you feel those points and whatever points may feel a bit more sensitive is usually where there's an imbalance and that's where you'll needle it. So it's so cool. Yeah, it is. The it's body so tells you. The body, because you know how we look at the tongue and we look at the pulse as well. Well, that's important as well. Your first, mm. would you say, with a good acupuncturist, your first 
consultation should be a pretty in-depth look at your body at the moment. And you would look at like, what do you do? You look at the eyes, the tongue, the pulse. The pulse, the overall complexion. Yeah. Um, this, the way that the person what holds themselves. What do you look themselves. for in the tongue? In the tongue, you're looking for a few things. So you're looking for what shape is the tongue, what, what color, shape? what shape is the tongue, what color is the tongue, and what coat is on the tongue. Mm. Yeah. So I was and that would be a big indicator of what's going in on. in our last podcast. Yeah, you were. Actually. And yeah. I was like, I need to ask Liz. I was like, because I don't know why tongue scraping is good, but I do it. But, oh, but ask her now. Ask her now. It's, <laughs> it's, it's it's not Chinese medicine. So I think oh, is okay. it Ayurvedi? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ayurvedic yeah. 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 medicine. Yes, Ayurvedic, yeah. which is like, there is quite a few correlations with Chinese medicine and Ayurvedic. But um, we, I always ask patients, I'm like, that's a very clean tongue you've got yourself there. Have you potentially been scraping? So it's if you are a scraper, that I don't know a lot about um, about it. All I read was it was about bacteria, and in the nighttime, the most bacteria builds up, there. and if you eat or drink first thing it goes into your gut and into your gut yeah okay so look patients do and they love it so yeah. then they and say you it check the pulse check the pulse and the eyes yep so pulse changes when someone's pregnant as well <gasps> yeah what's mine again is mine slippery. high slippery and yours slippery. is and yours is getting to the point more so where <laughs> it changes you, the pulse continuously changes but um you want to always have a slippery nature through pregnancy what does that mean? um so it's a it's a different nature of the pulse so it's not the same way that you would feel a pulse or you know how when we you know in first aid or whatever you learn yeah. how to go okay that's, that's how many beats per yeah per beats per minute yeah, yeah it's more yeah. so about what's the nature of the pulse and that indicates each organ so example for you would be a slippery pulse and on kurt is a wiry pulse what so and it's I use I use both of those tests as more. I so. just want to be you and know your brain. This is, <laughs> but, you, but you know what? The more that you learn, the more you realize you don't know. So yeah. it's one of those things. I just I have like a master who's a hundred years old back in China. I want I want his brain. Do you kind of hate? Yeah how much you know because like if something's wrong with you you just like try to diagnose so much or you you like will i turn it off okay i turn i, I because yes you do yeah. you, you do but you have to you have to bit get to a point where you have to kind and it's especially with friends and family too it's that side of things mm. if, if they walk through the door as a patient it's, and I do the same thing with myself. It's it's that side of things of I'll be a patient, say, for Georgia or Nula, or I will for myself, but it's that side of things of you've got to turn it, like you've got yeah. to take the practitioner hat off. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that would yeah. be really hard because I could never, t- like, pull the photography hat off my head. hundred percent. hundred You're always yeah. judging. I'm well, always, always like, judging. Yeah. Well, one, one question that I yeah. always want to ask you in our consultations, but, like, I don't want to call you out. But, yeah. okay, one thing I – not that I get in trouble, but you say you really shouldn't do this for you and your hormones and your menstruation and everything – yeah. I, you know, I love cold smoothies and I mm. have this bad habit of eating like frozen fruit. And mm. I, I'm the first to say frozen fruit gives me like the worst gurgly belly. And mm. I just want to like put my pants. So every time I see Liz, she's like hot soups, warm food, warm food, no more ice. I Do just you... had a cold coconut water. Yeah, no, yeah. well, I was going to say, I was going to say, I was going to say, I don't want to call you out. But... I had no ice. <laughs> but do you really mm. practice what you preach or yep. do you go and get an acai bowl? Oh, God, no. <gasps> really? You'd never no. have an acai bowl? No, it's frozen. Oh, wow. No, no. So, oh, my God. So I would always I mean, ask... aura, that is, yeah. that's, so, that's really so good. I would ask do you them... want an acai bowl? Well, I trained myself 
in third year uni, I was like, look, this this is, you know, this whole frozen situation. I was loving like yep. cold smoothies every morning. It's I was like, like the hashtag health Instagram way. You know? Yeah, exactly. Mm. It's raw food, right? Like so yep. trendy. But um, it's that side of things where... I was like, no, if you're going to become a Chinese medicine practitioner, you've got to give this the best crack and you've got to change it all and see how you go. Oh, so, my gosh. So, yeah. you're like, so you're saying that because you, you give me a lot of homework and things to live mm. by, but that's obviously a really important one then, the it, cold food. It, it's the biggest one because if you... The biggest. It's one of the biggest. Oh as Overall, in your whole body, we want your body to be at an equal temperature. So we want you to be at room temp. Is this mostly for women? No, this is males too. This is everyone. <gasps> no more. So we don't want any extremes. We don't want extremes. And that's why sometimes I'm like, so for a particular patient, they might need more yin foods and some other patients might need more yang foods. Mm. So someone with more, say, for example, um, really weak constitution, really exhausted, can't get up, that side of, they might actually go really well with adding quite some warming foods. Maybe not so far as chili, but something like cayenne pepper or something mm-hmm. like that. Whereas, cinnamon or something. Yeah, yeah. If you're adding that really mm-hmm. nourishing kind of cinnamon, that's a good one. Yeah. But someone like, you two um chili not your friend right like I'm sorry there was lots of chili but the side of things is is that you get back to a balance so that side of things of if you know you've had a very yang time or if you know like i've got more symptoms of heat more symptoms of redness or i'm just not stopping or my mind's going really crazy and that's probably not the time to be adding a lot of chili to mm-hmm. your food and things mm-hmm. like that but my um yeah like i'm that weirdo who has protein powder with a bit of spinach and room temp water and just blend it together because it's just you are gold well it's just better for you and the best thing that i ever learned (laughs) is your digestion like ace yeah no no problems but that side of things if i do because obviously lifestyle change but also if there's a treat or if i'm at someone's house and you know there is yeah what if i served up ice cream well if it wasn't like if it was one of those healthy ones like if it was like (laughs) what is it hey well no what what if i made a homemade coconut ice cream oh well then yeah this is a treat right like it's and i was gonna say what if you go to like italy and they oh and it's beautiful gelato it's the appreciation of the culture around that area right it's just like not having too much of it and not having it when you have your period and things like that just your everyday life everyday life okay. but um when we were in, living in china they um you know the cool water bottles like you know that sorry not, no. i'm not describing oh, the, that um, well the, um, the, the fountain like, no the, you know the oh, water the big water bottles like a bubbler. yeah but oh. you, you know the with the tanks the water tanks and you go and get the filtered water out of it. No. No. You know when you go to the dentist I mean, like the ones or the, the doctor? Oh, okay, the, the, yeah. big, the big jugs of water. The big jugs yeah, of yeah, water. Yeah. Well, that's all hot over there. Because if you don't... Yeah, sometimes in traditional Chinese culture, everything's drunk hot rather yeah. than they would never have frozen water. Well, that's water. like even in Japan, mm. in... um. You know when you, you go to, like, the fridge and buy a can of something? They yeah. have the hot levels. See? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's Remember very in Japan much... they have oh, the yeah, hot no, levels? Yeah, no, I knew they had hot levels, yeah. Yeah. So it's that side of things. So, and the best, the easiest way that I find to really describe the importance of this is that we want to bun in the oven and not in the fridge. So from a gyne perspective, <laughs> it's that side of things of more the warming. We really yep. want that warming yeah. area and we want it for digestion for males or females. Yep. Yeah. So just nothing too all the time, nothing really severe. Like yeah. just be gentle. Be chill. So yeah. putting, not too putting chilly. water in the fridge 
you'd be kind of against that. You'd rather yeah. you'd rather just drink straight from the tap. Where yeah, it's yeah, just room temp. More. I feel my digestion yeah. is better okay. when I have room temp. Yeah, it's a weird it's a weird one, but it makes such a difference. Yeah. Because mm. think about it, a lot of the places in people's offices or at the gyms, it's all chilled water. Yeah. And you get really um, addicted to that really cold taste. Yes. And a lot of the time people say, oh, but it increases your metabolism. But depending, you know, it, you know it's that side mm. of things of a, a bit of a myth. Mm. But also that side of things of if you just have the body at that really good room temp that it can support itself to speed up its own metabolism. You, You're winning, fine. yeah. I don't yeah. want to put you on the spot, but mm. is there one... Cli- uh, do you call them clients? Patients. Okay, patients. Okay. Mm. Yeah, client sounds a bit sexual. <laughs> clients. It's just like, welcome to my office. A bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Is there, <laughs> is there one patient story or one scenario that is either like a success story to you or means a lot to you or you're just like, oh, I, that was like really like soul fulfilling? Can I be so corny? Yes. Every patient. Oh. I know I know it sounds absolutely, but like they're all... So you mean me. Yeah, and you, Kurt, as well. It's actually not Kurt at the moment because he's not doing Kurt's a naughty patient. But every... So, so there's not one that was like an amazing turnaround, like, oh my gosh, I had this back pain for 11 years and you cured me? Well, like, yes, there, like, there is patients like that weekly that their pain has been relieved mm-hmm. and it's that side of things of, and they they're living a better life so that side of things of as long as you if we have the tools which i've learned how to do a technique which is odd to be able to put needles in to help people's necks then if we can give the tools and then some lifestyle advice that's going to help them to live a better life then my day's been made mm-hmm. so i guess always at christmas time when the santa photos come of the babies that were born that year especially women who've been told that they can't have babies i think that's a really big one for me mm. um and then the chronic pain one as well is that side of things and just supporting people off any depressants and things like that with their yeah. gps of course yeah. or you know or their psychiatrist whoever it may be but that in integrative care and working really hard with the doctor is unreal as well like every case is different but yeah if you can if you can improve one person's life in that day then my job's done you're like the perfect mm, personality like, and attitude for your job yeah like you are yeah, such a people yeah. person as, it's as you're so sitting good. there talking about it, you're so passionate no you, you? yeah you just have a care <laughs> for other people it's really I just good love, love it so yeah, yeah they're like Aww. little family so. I love it. <laughs> so for everyone out there where can everyone find you are you on instagram like what's oh yeah so we have a gram um, so the Dao and then D-A-O um, for everyone. D-A-O. Oh, and the Dao means the way as well. The way. Okay. Yeah. So, so, cause a lot of people are like, is it the Dao or is it the Dao? Yeah. I know. Yeah. I, I always get a bit anxious before I say it. I, I know it's the Dao, but I'm like, the Dao. You go to the Dao. But yeah, the reason why I chose that name was, um, we were at uni in the first year and I was like, God, I love that name. And then it meant the way or the path. And that's what I really wanted to reflect in the clinic. It was that gentle giving giving patients the tools to be able to learn how to live that way gently not that big yeah. Mm-hmm. but yeah so um yeah so we're on instagram and then we're is it oh, just the dao yeah the dao mm-hmm. um and then yeah i think we're on facebook too but we're not that present on there but it's yeah right. so it's right yeah. instagram's all that matters yeah, yeah it's all about the ig <laughs> yeah well, so, thank yeah. you so much yeah. for coming on our potty oh and thank you so much for having me yeah guys. i'll, so I'll see you on friday for um is that when I get it in the butt? Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. We're just going into the sacral holes, which Kurt, remember how we practice for Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So, yeah. So, down, yeah, we're doing labor induction treatment. Yes. 
40 weeks. Let's do I it. I love it. I yeah. love it. I'm so excited. And I'll see, see you on you Thursday. On Thursday. <laughs> love it. And Abby, I might see you Monday too. <laughs> oh, look at her. She's laying on the floor. She's definitely, she's yin. Yeah, yeah. she's yin. Yeah. She's, she's yin. Yeah. She wasn't before, but that's right. <laughs> and and or, as always, guys, we are the.healthcode on Instagram. I'm Sarah's underscore day. And I am KJ Tills on the old Instagram and YouTubes as well. And thank you once again so much for coming on the podcast today. It's been an awesome chat and there's definitely some little nuggets in there for everyone to learn from. So thank you. Love it. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Well, we'll see everyone in the next episode. Bye. Bye.